0: Welcome to the She is a Nourish Mom podcast, where we talk about all things self-care, motherhood, and faith for the Christian mom who wants to transition from worn out to winning, as the mom and woman God called her to be. I'm your host, Dr. LaToya Wiggins, but please just call me LaToya. I just want to be your mommy friend and sister in Christ, as I teach you how to no longer feel depleted, but how to develop healthy habits to be nourished, renewed, and rejuvenated with biblical principles that bring peace instead of self-pity. Now let's get nourished together. Hey, mamas. Welcome to our new three-part series, Creating Work-Life Balance for Moms. In this series, we have Nicole Roan, Nakia Pratt, and Latika Vines, who are all mompreneurs and working moms who have had careers outside of the home and also in the home. They have worked for others and they have businesses now where they are working for themselves. So if you are a working mom or you aspire to own your own business, these are great moms to listen to and see what work-life balance means to you. Figure out what that is for you so you can continue to pour into your family, but without depleting yourself, mama. So join us for a part one where these mamas will describe what work-life balance means to them, and some health problems that they have experienced when they were not prioritizing self-care and creating that work-life balance in their lives. Stay tuned and enjoy. And now this month, we are talking about creating Work life balance for moms. So I have some wonderful mommy panelists here today. They all know about work life balance, (laughs) y'all. They are working moms, they have had nine to fives, they are mompreneurs. So they are gonna um and they 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 ex um they their expertise, (laughs) their expertise is actually helping moms and women who are you know, CEOs and mompreneurs, working moms, uh, you know, women who want to thrive in their careers. So these are the best moms. I'm telling y'all to have here and teach you all some self care strategies and strategies to figure out what work life balance looks like for you. So with that being said, I'm going to start um, with Nakia. You can introduce yourselves, ladies.
1: Did you say me? I'm sorry. Yes, Nakia. <laughs> so sorry. Okay. So hello everyone. My name is Nakia Pratt, but you can call me Nikki and I am a lot of things. I'm an assistant deputy director for the largest child welfare jurisdiction in the state of Maryland, which is Baltimore city. Go Baltimore. <laughs> um, I'm also an author, a public speaker, a licensed clinical social worker. I am a wife the second time around. And yes, second time is a charm for me, ladies. I have um, five kids, two bonus sons, three biological, and last but not least, I am the CEO and founder of To Know Thyself LLC, where I moach, and I did say moach, I'm a mom coach, where I moach professional entrepreneur mothers on how to create that harmonious balance between work life, family life, and mindfulness.
0: Yes, I love it. The moach, the mom coach, (laughs) y'all. And now I'm going to move to the bottom to you, Latika.
2: I'm so happy to be here amongst all of you beautiful women. Um, Definitely got to give a shout out to the east side. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I'm a Baltimore native. Um, I'm on the other end of Maryland, um, in the southern part. And I am a a, a working mom. four kids. Um, Man, I I can go on and on and on. Um, But the most important thing that I think is um, finally knowing what my purpose is Um, and understanding that uh, God will make room for you when you are activating your purpose. Um, And with that, I have been able to help so many working moms locally and globally to understand what that career vision is. Um, Because a lot of times when we think about our calling, we think about ministry, but sometimes the ministry was in the job. Um, And so what is that? How do you actively pursue that? And then at the same time, how do you balance it all? Um, And so I call that the lead, grow, and balance, where I help you lead your career, growing your relationship with Christ and balance life at the same time. Um, And on top of coaching working moms and training them, I also have a podcast called The Latika Vine Show, um, where it is the Working Mom Podcast. Um, And so we talk about marriage, motherhood, life, faith and career. So I'm so excited to be here. So thank you, Latoya.
0: Yes, thank you for coming. And I love when ladies are talking about faith, y'all, because that's what we talk about here on the She is a Nurse Mom podcast. Self-care, motherhood, and faith. Got to include that faith in your self-care. All right, Nicole, Miss Capacity Coach, let our ladies know who you are. Hey, 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 listen, I am so
2: excited to be here as well. I know I'm not in Maryland with y'all, but I'm representing Chi-Town, <laughs> Chicago, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, like Nakia and Latika said, there are so many things that I can list, right? I am a mom to three, um, a wife over over 11 years, um, an HR leader by trade, and Latika, I love what you said about purpose because throughout my journey, I've learned that my purpose is to really help all of us busy women, especially as moms, to learn how to manage our time, our energy, our resources, and to prioritize self-care in a way that doesn't leave us burnt out and depleted. Um, and doing this in both our personal and our professional lives, and so. As the CEO and founder of Flourishing LLC, I get to partner with women and organizations all over the world to teach everybody exactly how to do that, right? Because you know, work-life balance is to each his own. And I think sometimes, and I'm sure we'll get into this, um, I know some folks think that there is no such thing. And so I get to bust, bust that myth and teach us all how to do that by focusing on you know what's going on in our heart Uh, what's going on with our health, how we're showing up in our faith, um, how we're managing our money, and how we are, you know, managing work as well. So I'm I'm thrilled to be here to be
0: part of this conversation. Yes, I love that. And you mentioned those different areas that we need to balance (laughs) in order to thrive as moms, in order to thrive as women. So I know you're about to get into it, Nicole. So let's start with you. And let our moms know, what exactly is work-life balance? What does it mean to you? And why is it important to you as a mom? Whew,
2: ma'am, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, Let's <them> it. <laughs> I know, right? So to me, work-life balance is, I want to start with what it's not. Um, it's not having the scales be equal. And so often we think that I have to give you know, my job or my business just as much time as I give myself or just as much as I give my career, just as much as I give my family. So to me, work-life balance is more about being in flow and feeling really good about how you are spending your time. Because I'll be honest, there are times where I spend more time working in my business than I do with my husband, or there are times that I spend you know, more time being a mom and you know, doing housewife stuff than I do working in my business. And so to me, it's important to understand, number one, that it's never going to be equal, right? So let's get that out of our brains. And work-life balance is going to be what it is for you, because what it looks like to me is going to be different for what it looks like to all four of us here on this screen. Um, and it's important to me because I know through my own journey what it feels like to not have that balance, to suffer from burnout, um, to suffer from... You know, not having the mental capacity to think, uh, to struggle with the mom guilt for feeling like, oh, I'm I'm not showing up enough as a mom. All the way to the point where, as you know, most of you know, I landed in the hospital because I was totally off balance. Right. Like fighting for my life. And so now creating that is one of my main values um, and it, it has become a priority for me. Yes.
0: Yes. I love that, you know, you mentioned how when you didn't have that work-life balance, figuring out what that was for you, you did end up in a hospital. And that's why we always have to figure out what does work-life balance look for us? What does self-care look like for us? You know, because when you're not quote-unquote balancing it all and doing it the way that benefits you and your family... It leads to stress, and stress can lead you right into the hospital or even worse. So it's so important to figure out what work-life balance is for you. So, Nakia, we're going to go up to you and let us know what work-life balance means to you and why it's important to you in your mom life.
1: So work balance for me is all about mindfulness. Mindfulness means to be present. And it goes along with what Nicole was saying. If you're mindful, you will understand that it will never be equal. When you're mindful, you are aware, you pay attention to your body, you pay attention to that little pain that you may keep saying, oh, no, 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 it's okay. When you're mindful, you are present in the moment. As mompreneurs, what are we always doing? We're always planning for the next big event, whether it's the kid's birthday party that has to be epic, it has to be last year's birthday party, or that big podcast interview with she is a nourished mom, we are always planning and moving towards the next thing. And a lot of times, that's where we miss the mark because we're not present. We're not present in that moment and taking it in. And we miss so many moments. We miss the mark a lot because of our lack of mindfulness. When you're mindful, then you are aware of self-care. You're aware, that, you're aware of mom guilt. You are aware when I need to slow down wait a minute, let me take a a breather. So for me, it is, you will, the balance will come and balance, like you said, is never equal. My balance is going to look different from Dr. LaToya's, LaKeita's and Nicole's, but once you are aware, you'll learn your balance because of your mindfulness and then self-care and everything else will follow.
0: Yeah, I love that you mentioned being mindful because (laughs) for me, it really helps to keep me in check. You know, sometimes it's like you start feeling like you're all over the place and you're stressing out and it's becoming mindful of how you're feeling. And it's like, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) Pause for a moment. Why am I feeling like this or why do I feel like I need need to do this? Because sometimes, like you said, just go, 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 plan, 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 plan. I need to get this done. And sometimes just being mindful lets me slow down and ask myself, why am I doing this? Do I actually need to do this? Or do I need to do it right now? Like I said, being mindful that my stress level is rising or I'm having these aches and pains and I didn't do anything to cause that ache and pain besides stress. (laughs) Or maybe I'm doing too much period, so I need to sit my butt down, right? (laughs) So i love that and i always tell people you know if you don't like the word balance then harmony but whatever it is you got to find out what it looks like for you yes, yes it's not going to be equal parts if you try to make it equal parts you are going to stay stressed out, but find mm-hmm. out what it looks like for you. Mm-hmm. All right, Latika, let us know what does work life balance mean to you and why it's important for you and your family.
2: Absolutely, for you and your life. <laughs> Absolutely, you know, for for me and what I teach my clients is that work life balance is your foundation, and so I automate that. I, I, I tell people all the time, think about a juggler. When you look at a juggler you know a juggler's feet are planted firmly on the ground right Mm -hmm. and so the juggler will start off with one thing and throw it up in the air then add another thing and throw up in the air and then add another thing and throw up in the air and continue to add things but if you ever pay attention to that juggler their core is tight their Mm -hmm. core is very very tight and it is the core that allows their upper body and their lower body to be balanced so that they can juggle all the things that are coming at them. And those things can be sharp objects, those can be small objects, and those can be large objects. And I feel like we as working moms, that's how we have to be in order to balance all the things that we have going on at the same time that are constantly in front of us. And so with work-life balance, Your foundation is it. And that foundation includes, you know, what is it that you are committed to? And that's your priorities. What are you committed to? What are you going to say yes to? What are those boundaries that you've put into place? And then do you have the clarity to actually implement that? Do you have the clarity to implement that? And then, when you have that, what's the strategy for you to actually do it? And so, when you have all three of those, I believe your foundation now is solid. It is firm. You got a six pack that allows you to be able to juggle all the things that you have to juggle. Um, but it's it's truly making sure that you have those three things, um, so that you can can understand what you need to do, what you don't need to do, what you need to say yes to, what you need to say no to. Um, And similar to, to Nicole, I found myself in a very depressed state because I did not know how I was going to balance four kids working full time. And, you know, y'all know in the DMV, most of us close to DC, we live an hour, two hours away from DC and we got to travel that commute sucks. And so here you are trying to figure out, I know I was, How am I going to commute to D.C. two hours one way, two hours another way? Make sure I get the kids before four o'clock because the bus comes at four five. Then make sure that if they have after school activities that I'm there on time for their after school activities. Oh, by the way, I'm still breastfeeding. So I got to make sure that I get to the kids at a certain time before I start leaking on this commuter bus. Like it's it was a whole mess. It was a whole mess. And I found myself depressed. Found myself depressed and it was in the moment of um, getting really bad allergies that I was forced to go to the doctor, found out I had a sinus infection. That sinus infection led my doctor to ask some other questions that led to her diagnosing me with postpartum depression. Um, and so it, I thank God for my doctor because she saw it in me. She did her assessment diagnosed me and immediately wrote a letter to my employer and said, okay, fatigue needs off. And I was out of work for a little bit, went to therapy and it was then that I allowed God because God was always there, but it was me allowing God in to my world and saying, okay, God, I need you. I can't do this anymore. And once I realized that I needed to have that core foundation Everything got better. It got better from there.
0: It was funny. Um, the physical therapist in me <laughs> listening to you say stuff like the core, and I'm thinking about the juggler having to, you know, tighten tighten that core up. <laughs> and the word that I thought about was alignment. Like just thinking about your spine, everything being in alignment from your shoulders to your hips to your feet, the way they're planted. It's alignment, you know, so it's looking at those different pieces of your life and seeing, is this an alignment, you know, to what God is wanting me to do? Because a lot of times we're always doing what we want to do. (laughs) We're not always doing what we're supposed to be doing. It may look good. It may sound good. But a lot of times we're out of alignment with what God wants for us. So therefore, we're stressing ourselves out unnecessarily. Or he may want this for us, but we're not, I know you said clarity. We're not getting clarity on how to do it. You know, so sometimes you need that clarity on this is, I can do this, but I need to do it this way, you know, and oh my gosh, you were stressing me out, girl. Just talking about like the (laughs) commute. When I started my career, when I had my oldest son, I was commuting to Silver Spring, which it's only like 40 minutes away, but during that commute time, hour and a half, two hours each way, stressing, trying to make it home in, <laughs> in time. Look, had, trying to have my support system in place. Okay, mom, I don't think I'm going to make it in time. Can you go pick them up? It was just so stressful. <laughs> and I, and as much as I love that job, I had to figure out what was in alignment for me at that time. And it was like, okay, as much as I love this job, I'm going to have to get one closer. You know, and just making different arrangements with, you know, childcare and oh my gosh, just everything you were saying. I remember nursing, you know, breastfeeding, not with my um my oldest son, but even with my uh second son on the way home from work, pumping. <laughs> I had a nice little system going where I done tucked it inside the, my shirt had to pull it down in case somebody look over. <laughs> It is really stressful being a mom. So rewarding, but it's figuring out what's going to work because we're going to find a way to get it done. (laughs) But we have to find out how to just make life work in a healthy way. Um, I know you were mentioning that your doctor gave you a note to be out of work, and that was for your mental health. And I feel like a lot of people neglect that piece. Every time we think about being sick you thinking about being physically sick. Oh, I don't feel good. No, I keep running back and forth to the bathroom. So, no, I'm not going to be able to <laughs> make it today. My head is hurting. Whatever the case is, and no. Just that stress, advanced stress to the fact, you know, point that you're depressed. Those things again, we will make things work, but we got to think about it. We're not really putting our best effort. <laughs> into anything we do when we're not feeling well, whether it's physically or mentally. So yes, if you had the time to stay home, do it. You know, I've called out from work at times and I felt like I was lying because I said I'm not feeling well. And looking back at those times when I said that, I wasn't lying. No, I wasn't physically sick, but I was mentally sick. I need a day to myself, a day or two to stay home and get myself together so I can come back and perform at the best of my ability, not just at work, but mentally, you know, before I end up in the hospital. And that takes me to you, Nicole. We can share a little bit about your story and, um, you know, the challenges that you've had with work-life balance.
2: Yeah, gosh, I resonate with so much too, because, you know, one of the things that I was doing at the time when I ended in the hospital was commuting two hours one way, right? I was Dropping my son off at daycare and then I was parking at like the metro train and then commuting downtown, getting off the train, walking 15. It was it was a whole hot mess. Right. And so really trying to figure out that alignment piece, like you said, for me, even work life balance is about that. That awareness, Nakia, that you talked about, the alignment and the action. So I had to figure out like what's working, what's not working, because this is going to kill me, right? Like I'm stressed beyond, you know, what I can even communicate. Um, And so really being able to just understand what I needed in those times and prioritize that is what helped me a lot. And I know I got off topic. So tell me again what you want me to answer so I can give you the rest. Because I just, I was feeling all the other pieces of what
0: everyone said. <laughs> no, you were talking about it. So um, just discussing the challenges you've had in the past with work-life balance. Yeah. Um, so that was one of
2: them, right? The commuting piece. Um, and wanting to be able to be present in all of those different spaces. I struggled with what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? Um, and... I can say now, looking back, that at times, because one of my values was climbing the corporate ladder, you know, I put my family on the back burner because I felt like I had to. With me being like one of the only people of color in, you know, HR leadership in the organizations that I worked at, I felt like if I didn't show up, that either I would be fired, I wouldn't be promoted, like those sorts of things. So it was a mental thing for me as well. Like, I need to do this because all the other, you know, minorities that are coming behind me are resting on my back if I don't do this well. And so at times I, I devalued my work-life balance and I didn't make it a priority. Um, other, one other struggle that I want to mention is being not just present in my marriage as well, um, but prioritizing like date night. Right, I would be so busy working or so busy doing all the mom stuff, so busy doing all the household stuff that you know, there was a time where my husband and I grew apart, you know, and so we had to be extremely intentional about setting up that time for it to be just us. I don't care if we're sitting playing cards, if we take a walk, if we are snuggling and Netflix and chilling, right? So being able to do those things. And what I learned from this whole process is that, like I mentioned before, when you don't have that balance, I was the one who wasn't paying attention to the aches, the pains, to the headaches. I wasn't trusting my gut. I was writing stuff off. Um, And when I ended up in the hospital in ICU, mind you, right? And the doctor came in, like Latika said, I'm so grateful for the doctor who didn't know me from a can of paint when they realized how sick I was. She's like, I don't know what's going on, you know, with you outside of here, but whatever's happening like mentally and emotionally is manifesting physically and you need to be off work. Now, the workaholic corporate ladder climber in me was like, you want me to do say what now? I can't take off work. And she was like, ma'am, did you hear what I said? Like, this is life or death. You are not going back to work at least for a couple of weeks. So make whatever calls you need to make. Um, And so I think there's that struggle, too. Like you said, Latoya, when you feel bad for calling off, you feel like you're doing something wrong. And I think that that causes us to to not prioritize our our self-care or our well-being because we feel like we have to be everything to everybody. Um, But it's spaces like these that help us to have these real conversations and understand that we all struggle with the same things. So that's my long winded answer.
0: Yeah. So I was just thinking about guilt. A lot of times as moms, we experience guilt, but that guilt, it, it goes into different areas of our life. Also, you know, like with the work piece, you're feeling guilty. If you call out, you feel guilty, you know, like you're just going to let somebody down or, you know, like, oh, I'm the best one to do this. Or like you said, working in a job where, you know, like a woman of color is like, you got to, you know, (laughs) uh, um, you know, standard that you want to maintain, suck it up, buttercup, right? Right. (laughs) That that strong black woman, right? That strong black woman and that strong black woman syndrome kills us, you know? And that's why a lot of times, you know, when we talk about self-care, self-care can be selfish at times, but you got to ask yourself, what's the why? (laughs) What is the why? What's the priority here? Me going in and maybe snapping at somebody because I don't feel good. <laughs> I land in the hospital. I really had to call out sick because, like you said, everything mentally and emotionally has now manifested physically, <laughs> or it's causing more stress in your marriage. You know, I've seen that people like some people are like workaholics, so now you're neglecting um, you know, the quality time you have with your spouse or significant other, the quality time you have with your child your work becomes like your first love. <laughs> you know, so it's not even all about self-care, it's about other relationships also. You're neglecting things because the work is taking a priority, whether you're doing it intentionally, intentionally or unintentionally. Maybe because you just don't know how to prioritize, you know, balance that um you know your career, um, you know, your career and your family life or just your social life in general. So, um, Nakia, what about you? What has been some challenges um, that you have had with your career? And all of you are mompreneurs, too, which is what I love. Like, you have the experience from the nine of fives, being a mompreneur, being both. <laughs> yeah. So, what are some challenges you've had with that? So,
1: when I realized I was not taking care of me and I was not making myself a priority is when I went through a divorce. It was a 22-year relationship, 14-year marriage. And it wasn't until my children had to begin visiting their father on the weekends, every other weekend. And I just remember I was so lost. I had never felt lost before. And I'm I'm not going to tear up. Oh my goodness. I tell this story so many times and I am getting ready to tear up for some reason. I don't know why. Um, But I realized I was the shell of who I used to be. I realized how much I neglected myself. I convinced myself that taking care of the kids and my husband, that was my purpose. My happiness resided there and nowhere else. Everything I did, and like you all, I was climbing the ladder climbing that corporate ladder i started out as a frontline worker and now i'm an assistant deputy director so I've, I've been everything from supervisor division chief and i'm and so everything my happiness resided in my career and the folks i took care of and that journey scared me it's been 5 years now and i have decided to leave this six-figure job, um, because it is no longer in alignment. My time is up. I've been there for 20 years, and July 31st is my last day, and I'm leaving on a good note. I'm not angry with anyone. I just understand my assignment, and it took for my marriage to end, and then for me to Remarry my middle school sweetheart. Listen, I'm surprised. Everybody was surprised. Me and him was surprised. We were like, what? What the child? Anyway, that's, that's, look, get the book. It's in picture perfect. <laughs> it's in my book. <laughs> no. So um, when I married him, I then realized, because he treats me like a queen, he taught me about self-care and My job, that's when I realized my job was no longer in alignment. It was no longer for me. It served its purpose. But I had to admit, I began feeling that mom guilt. Because guess what? Now, I started infringing on me and my children's time together. Me. So think about it. I'm like, I'm trying to take care of me. But now I feel guilty because taking care of me, I feel like was taken away from them. It took a long time for me to realize, baby, they are not right unless you are. See, mom is the nucleus of the family. And if she's not right, ain't nobody right. And so even my kids had to adjust to that. They rebelled against that. They, they blamed my husband. What, what do you mean you're going out to dinner with who? We getting dressed. We coming. No, no, no. And so then my children felt rejected. So that made the mom guilt, it made it worse. And so I had to go to therapy. I had to sign me up for some good old therapy and um and get this mind right and get my get rid of the mom guilt. Now, I do you want to say something about mom guilt? I, I am a licensed clinical social worker. I've been that for 20, 20 years now. Mom guilt is believing that we've done something to our children to harm them in the absence of evidence, that is rooted in cognitive distortions. There's a variety of cognitive distortions, but the one that I see that is most prevalent amongst the mompreneurs is that all or nothing thinking, good or bad, success or failure. You're either a good mother or a bad mother, or you, you either have a successful career and business, or you've had a failed career and business. And what that does is that kills hopes and dreams. That kills the growth and development. And so the way that we get rid of mom guilt, we got to first start with our thinking patterns, our cognitive distortions. We are, There's no such thing as a good mom or a bad mom. You know, we are mothers who are trying our best every single day. Day, we're putting our best foot forward. We are evolving and changing every day. And guess what? We're gonna fall short every day. Guess what? We're gonna make mistakes. Guess what? We're gonna make those decisions that we just knew was the right decision to find out later, Uh and it wasn't. But guess what? You grow and you learn from that. That's how you get rid of the cognitive distortions about the all or nothing thinking. Give yourself grace and mercy, moms. We are all doing what we can. We are all operating at our, we're
0: trying to operate at our maximum potential. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation. Stay tuned for our next episode and continue this wonderful conversation on creating work-life balance for moms. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to the She is the Nourish Mom podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, Leave a five star review and share with a mommy friend who needs to hear this message. Connect with me on social media at She is a Nourished Mom and let me know your ahas and takeaways from this week's episode. Until next time, keep nourishing yourself, Mama.